0: On the surface, there's nothing about him she should like. He's hard, cold, and stubborn as a bull. He has no right to want to be with her. She's everything he's not. Warm, patient, and attentive. And yet, the two of them find themselves badly wanting each other. But neither of them has ever had the guts to tell each other how they truly feel. Will they get it together? Or will she find comfort in the arms of someone who's brave enough to steal her heart? Jaseel Evans is at the 30th birthday party of his baby sister, Jordana. There are four Evans children. Jaseel, Jaden, Jackson, and Jordana. Jaseel is not a very social person. It's like he's showing up to his sister's birthday party because, you know, he wants to show love. But if he could, he would probably be at home to himself. Um, And the dinner, it's a birthday dinner party. So everybody is dressed in their finest, you know, suits, pretty gowns, beautiful gowns. And in walks Gabrielle, or Gabrielle, I should say, um, who is the sister of Jordana's husband, Genesis. Jocelyn is attracted to her. He finds her to be so beautiful. He's mesmerized as she's walking in with her red dress looking real good. He even gets a little jealous when his brother gives her, like, a long hug. Because it's just, like, back up off my woman. That's not really my woman. And, you know, he's watching her throughout the whole night. She's dancing with other people, which also makes him jealous. Until, you know, he just can't take it anymore. And he leaves. But he leaves saying, you know, goodbye to everybody but her. Which, of course, hurts her feelings because she notices, like, he didn't even have the decency to say goodbye. And so, um, this strengthens her feelings of, he's not attracted to me like I'm attracted to him. And they both feel the same way about each other. So, um, Gabrielle has a six-year-old son, um, Kaiser. You know, and there's just like a beautiful interaction with him because his little, I'm not bad, but he's trying to finesse his way into having ice cream for breakfast. And it's like, boy, going somewhere. So while she's, you know, interacting with him, she gets a text from her best friend or one of her best friends, Destiny, who tells her she better accept a date from this guy named Kieran, who is the son of a billion dollar tech empire. She met him a few months ago at a charity gala that was thrown by her brother and her sister in law. And, you know, with them meeting each other and interacting with each other, she learned that his mother also committed suicide because her mother did as well. And Karen's mother suffered from bipolar disorder, and I believe postpartum depression or just having depression so she took her own life so they bonded that way and Gabrielle she's hesitant because she's been celibate for two years and she's just not ready to jump back in the dating pool she you know she really doesn't want to do it but her friend is like pressuring her like girl you ain't had sex in what 200 years and it's like bitch it's only been two it's not that bad but, you know, the more she's thinking about it, she's just like, you know, I might. I might. And so, Jase was having sex with a woman while wishing it was Gabrielle. You know, he's looking down at the woman like, yeah, she's pretty. She has this and this. But I wish I was looking down into the eyes of Gabrielle. And the woman notices that something is off with him because she calls out his name and is like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know, just focus on... What we doing and i'm just like Nigga, if i can notice that something is off with you i'm not just gonna jump back into having sex but he like flips her over you know so he ain't gotta look at her face and they continue doing what they're doing i'm just like that's some bull shit and so we learned that because later on he's at work and his boss comes in wanting to hear about the birthday party and he's like you know, you don't never want to know no stuff like that. But, um, Giselle is a DEA agent. That's a tongue twister. And has a almost father-son relationship with Solomon. That's his boss's name. So, after he tells him about the party, Solomon is just looking at him. And he's like, you told me to tell you about the party. Now you don't want to say nothing? He like, basically, you know I don't care about that damn party. I was waiting for you to... Tell me that you finally went after Gabrielle. Why you ain't got your girl yet? And Jocelyn is regretting saying anything, but it was after a night where he had one too many drinks. He was showing Solomon pictures of Gabrielle, like, you know, look at my lady. is she fine? You know, and Solomon has never let him forget it. So every time he sees him, he's like, you made your move yet? Is she your girlfriend yet? You know, like, is she your lady yet? Like, what are we doing? And... So, we get a little backstory on Genesis. Genesis' father was a kingpin. Well, I'm assuming uh, Gabrielle's father, too. Um, he was a kingpin and he was murdered. And so, after he was murdered, you know, the empire was still going. So, Jocelyn thought that Genesis was the one that took over. So, he didn't like him at first. And when he found out that Genesis was dating um, Jordana, he acted a fool and we just gonna say he almost ruined his relationship with his sister and his future brother-in-law and genesis was the one who gave jaciel the information to take down his uncle who was the one that took over and shut down the whole operation so because he made the wrong assumption in the beginning even though he says that genesis is now basically his best friend he feels as if Genesis would not want him with uh Gabrielle. And so he and he also fears that she may not feel the same way. So it's just like, I'm not gonna say anything because I just don't want to ruin either relationship at this point. And so we have Jordana like in their family group chat. She like, you know. Since the birthday party, I ain't seen none of my brothers. Y'all don't come over, watch a movie with me, nothing. So, uh, was it Jaden? I think it was Jaden. He's like, yeah, girl, ain't nobody coming to see you. Thanks for the free food and the drinks that I had at your party. But, baby, I'm not coming to see you. But it's all in funny jokes. And they all say they're going to pop up later on in the day just to chill with her. So, she's like, okay, cool. Can't wait to see y'all. And when he's pulling up. He sees Gabrielle's car. He's like, oh, she here," but she's coming out the door, and he's like, "Where you going?" Cause he knows that Sundays, cause it was a Sunday, um, is the day that she spends with Kaiser. And Kaiser sees him as, and um, you know, the other brothers as his uncle now. And she's like, "Um, you know, I'm dropping him off so Jordana can watch him for me. I got a date tonight." And when he hear that, you know, he don't like that. He's like, what you mean, you not date? And so, you know, he takes this as an opportunity to flirt with her because she said something about, you know, you didn't even say bye to me the other night. So I'm leaving it. He's like, what you want? You wanted me to say bye? And as soon as his brothers pull up to the gate, this gives her an opportunity to run out because it's just like, you acting weird, which would be weird. Because it's just like, even if we are attracted to each other, we ain't never did this. And out of the blue, you hear I got a date. Now you, like, brushing up against me, rubbing your hands, you know, like, against my arm or against my cheek. Like, what? what's that? What's that about? So, you know, um, on her date, she can't stop thinking about Jocelyn. And uh, what's his name? Lord. Karen, he's like you know, are you okay? What's on your mind? And she's like, you know, I just got things to think about. And this man done rented out the whole restaurant for her. He gifted her two dozen roses and then Cleef earrings. Now I'm not the, the label girl. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume that they're very expensive because he done rented out the restaurant. He buying roses and he got her these earrings. So she finally focuses on the date. And they have, like, an okay conversation. It's really, like, nothing to write home about. And on the way home, she gets a text from Destiny. She's like, you know, are you at home? Yeah. She's like, no. Almost on the way. Here go Destiny ass. You gave him some pussy. And it's just like, girl, no. What the fuck is your problem? Like, ain't nothing wrong with first date sex. Like, come on now. Everybody. Well, I ain't going to say everybody do it. But there's nothing wrong with it. That's the bottom line. But. When you know that's not the type of person that your friend is. Why do you keep asking and why you keep pushing for that? Like, baby, stop playing with me. No. And they playing on having a sleepover anyway. She's like, girl, so no. And when they pull up to her house, uh, they notice a car in her driveway, and Kieran notices that it's Jocelyn. So he's like, you know, what is he doing here? Um, but Gabrielle, like, she has no explanation, cause she don't know so josiah comes to the car pulls her out basically telling uh kieran he can skedaddle because it's like i got her you know she don't need your services for the night bye and he like you know i ain't talking to you i'm talking to her because he asked her if she was all good and before things can go too far gabrielle looks at uh kieran and says you know i'm good you can leave have a good night uh She even said, I'll call her. I'll text you later. And Jocelyn was like, she ain't doing either one. And so when he leaves, it's like, what's going on? And he tells her, you know, he's been waiting on her since she went on her date, wishing he'd never let her go. Not even wanting to see her get pretty for somebody else. And he finally tells her how much he wants her. And she's like, you know what? Why now? why wait until someone else, is, someone else is showing interest in me that you decide that you want to say something? And he tells her, you know, he was fearful. He let fear get in the way. And the thought of seeing her with somebody else, he couldn't take it, basically. So it's like, nah, before that can even get too serious, I'm here now. So, you know, they flirting. He take her in the house. He like, you know, I want you to ride my face. She's like, oh, baby, you ain't said nothing but a word. And, you know, that proceeds to happen. And it's like a little bit of that, a little bit of finger action. And, you know, Mama done got her three orgasms out the deal before her doorbell starts ringing. She done forgot all about Destiny, ass, which, I mean, can you blame my girl? But she tells Jaseel she cannot see you. You need to leave through the back door right now. And at first, you know, Jasu is just staring at her like, damn. And it hurt his feelings automatically because it's just like, your first thought is to push me out the back door like I'm a side piece or some shit like that. And so he leaves because she was like, you know, you need to leave. Jasu, you have. To... He's like, I heard you the first time. I'm fucking leaving. Like, relax. And he leaves. And she. Like, you know, thinking to herself, she's like, this is the second time he's left without saying goodbye. And it's like, Miss um, Gabrielle, no, we're going to pull over to the side right quick. You do not get to feel slighted in this instance when you push that man out the door the way you did. Because it's just like, he finally confessed, like, he's ready. And you're agreeing to him being ready because, you know, y'all did what you did. And he told you, like, okay, at first I was fearful, but now I'm no longer fearful. I'm ready. And y'all go in the house, do what y'all did. And then as soon as you hear the doorbell, you push him out the back door like he a secret. So the fact that he did not say bye to you, when you steady trying to push him like you panicking, you don't get to bring up the fact that he didn't say bye to you. You you just don't get to do that. I was like, when I read that, I'm like, girl, no, you don't get to feel this way right now. So anyway. It's like the next day or later on at night. Anyway, she texts him like hey, Jazz, I know things ended on a weird note, but call me when you can't. And it's like, yeah, it ended on a weird note because you allowed it to be that way. Because even if you didn't want Destiny to know, because when, uh, when she let Destiny in, Destiny was like, who's car is that in the driveway? And she's going to say, that's, uh, that's my brother's car. He was letting me drive it to see if I wanted a BMW. When you could have went to the door... Could have pulled it slightly open, like girl, I'm so sorry, but change of plans. I'll talk to you later, and I would close the door in her face, like you, you been wanting me to get this pussy up, right? Get the pussy up. So, <laughs> bye bye, and pushed her on out the door, and it could have been that. But the thing about that is, when they were having a conversation, I forgot to mention that Destiny brought up Josiah, like she has a little crush on him too. But the fact that Gabrielle didn't mention her feelings for him, you know, she feel like she can't say nothing because then it would, it would cause something in the relationship. But it's like, if it's not a real feeling that destiny has for him, cause she said that she would take any of the brothers. This is destiny talking. So I'm trying to understand why you feel like you can't say nothing. Cause anytime she say fine, Jocelyn, I'd be like, Ooh, back up off my man though, sis, back it up. But she don't do that. So anyway, you know, it's been a couple of days. He still has not responded to the text and he still ain't called her. So while she's in the middle of working, I forgot to mention that too. She writes poetry. So, you know, while she's in the middle of writing some stuff down, she receives more flowers and jewelry from, uh, uh, what's that man's name? Uh, Kieran. I call him Karen, because it could be Karan. I don't know. Um, And it's more flowers. And the earrings that he bought her, he added a necklace and a bracelet to go with it. And he said, he brings up Jocelyn, because he was like, you know, what was that whole thing the other night? And she tells him, basically, don't worry about it. It was just him being protective. He's just family. And I said, see, that's where you fucked up right there. The shit that y'all did, you're not family. Like, y'all, oh, anyway, anyway, whatever. We ain't even going to get into it. So, it, it where we're, oh, skipping ahead. So, Jocelyn's feelings were, of course, hurt, because we get his side of the story. He's like, you know, and he's possibly regretting letting his feelings be known because, like I said, at the thought of her best friend showing up, the way she panicked... There's no telling how she would react if their family found out. And he felt like she she was ashamed of him. And it's just like, so what am I going to call you and say? Because what can you say to that? And it's like, it's plenty of things that could be said, but he's just scared to find out. So where are we? So after that, oh, then he tries to call her, but now she's ignoring him because his calls are going straight to voicemail nothing so Genesis tells the guys that he's planning a weekend getaway at a lake house for Gabrielle's 30th birthday now and so everyone will have their own rooms with a personal chef and so when it's time for her birthday they at the lake house getting everything set up and they thought it was Destiny bringing her but then I think Jordana got a phone call from Destiny saying she was running behind so Jocelyn is like, so who the fuck bring bringing her up here to lead her to the surprise? Lo and behold, it's Kira. And he's like, what the fuck is this nigga doing here? And so, um, you know, things are going smoothly until she receives a phone call for her birthday. Because they're like avoiding each other, not really saying anything to each other. So while she's talking on the phone... Jocelyn was at the top of the stairs and so she walks up to him like after she gets off the phone and she kisses him so they both apologize for ignoring each other and Jocelyn lets her know how he felt like I felt like you were ashamed of me and she says baby no I just panicked and did what I felt was natural at that moment because I feel like she wouldn't want Destiny to be the first one to know her business anyway. Even though that's her friend, Destiny just, she too damn nosy. So it's just like, no, I wanted that to be like our thing without anybody finding out about it. So they sneak off and Jocelyn gives her head again when uh, Kieran, I keep switching back from K- Kieran and Kieran. He comes knocking at the door like, you know, you've been gone for a minute. Are you okay? And she's like, Yeah, I'm fine. I just need a minute to myself. He's like, you know, you sure you don't want me to come in? And she's like, No, nigga, get away. (laughs) Well, she don't say that, but she's just like, No, I'm good. I just need a moment to myself. I'll be back in a minute. And so, but I'm pretty sure she was thinking, like, nigga, you don't get the fuck away from this door. Like, mind your business. And so Justin talking shit. He like, You don't want to open the door? Let them see what's happening in here. She's like, Man, no, (laughs) like, stop playing. And so they decide to put this on hold for later because they've been gone for too long and they're going to get back to the festivities downstairs. And at the end of the night, she sneaks into his room where they have sex. And the next morning, uh, Jasiel gives her her birthday present because he didn't give it to her in front of everybody. He was like, I wanted this to be a moment between us. So, it's a necklace with a pendant engraved with a Spotify code. And when scanned with her phone, it'll pull up a playlist that he made for her. And when I first read this, I had little tears in my eyes. Because I'm like, where are the men that are real life thoughtful like this? Like, to actually put thought into a gift like that. Like, bitch, what? All I got to do is scan this and pull up... My playlist? Like, the fact you even thought of me like this, like, what the fuck? Like, and so he bought her some more stuff. He bought uh her a Cartier bracelet with her name on it. And custom artwork made of all his favorite quotes from her poetry books. And so this, and she tells him, like, I love you. This is so thoughtful. Thank you. So later on, when they're having breakfast, I'm sorry, because this is very much giving, why did I get married? Like, Kieran is still flirting with Gabby, talking about taking a trip and how he has a jet that they could just get onto. And Jocelyn interferes, like, Trina ain't going nowhere with him. And says, you know, she's not going. And stop touching her, because, you know, Kieran was feeling on her. And so this grabs everyone's attention, because it's like... You got a little bit too much bass in your voice. What what, what that is? And so Kieran, he's finally had enough. He's like, you always got something to say about what me and her got going on. Yeah, Mike, why can't this single man go with this single one? Like, nigga, what is the issue? And so this leads to a fight where Jocelyn is whooping his ass. And Gabrielle. <laughs> She told that man, it's giving very much, babe, stop, I know you, this is not you. Because she tells him, like, you know, basically, look at me, if you love me as much as you say you do, you won't hurt him any further. I love you too much to see you continue to get out of character in front of our family. Baby, please don't do this. And so at first, Genesis is acting like he mad, because he's like, who the hell are you calling baby? And so it's like awkward for a second until he pulls out a $100 bill and gives it to his wife and says, damn, you actually won. And Jocelyn and uh, Gabrielle are looking like, what's going on? And it's like everybody around y'all could see the feelings y'all have for each other. So while y'all thought y'all was hiding this shit, y'all was actually terrible at it. And everybody knew. So it was just a bet of this trip, this birthday trip, You finally acknowledging how you feel in front of everybody. And Jordana Jordana won the bet while Genesis thought he didn't have it in him to do it. And Kira was pissed because he's like, so y'all knew this and y'all let me come here anyway? Like, what am I just a pawn in y'all fucking game? And Genesis tells him, you know, no. I won't try to play with your feelings or nothing like that. I really thought you can make my sister happy if he wasn't going to step into to the plate. But it's just the fact that he did. So, you know. Oops. <laughs> and I thought at that moment that uh, Karen, like, he would leave. Because it's just like, okay, you know, ain't nothing here for you no more. You can go. But he actually stays for the rest of the trip. Which blew my mind. Because I'm like, even though he is friends with Genesis, it's just like... I'd be too embarrassed to stick around. I'm sorry, because I would feel like I was a part of a scheme that Todd had set up to come at me with the bullshit, so I would have left, but you know he said he' like, you know it's all good, whoop will do whatever so and for just like a quick little minute, Kaiser he was upset, and he was like he told uh not Kaiser Lord. Kaiser told Jaxiel, like, you know, you're not my friend anymore. You're only worried about mommy now. You're not going to have any time for me. And that's what he was upset about. And it's just like, no, actually, because you just have to explain this to a 60-year-old. He's like, no, actually, this will give me more time with you because, you know, I'm going to be seeing you and mommy more. So it's like, oh, really? Yeah, really. And so later on down the line, after the birthday party, and they're back at home. For their first date, Jaseel sets up like a sip and and paint, Lord, excuse me, with Kaiser included. It's like, you know, this is a family first date, which she loves because she never wants her son to feel as if he's being pushed to the side or ignored. And he was uncle Jaseel first before, is basically like step daddy. So he was always thinking about Kaiser. And then we have a year later, they got married And Gabrielle is pregnant with a baby girl on the way. And Jocelyn whisks her away on a baby moon, which I thought was so cute. It's just like, let's celebrate the fact that we're about to bring a baby into the world and just have time for ourselves. All right, that's all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed the story, and I'll see you back in the next episode. Peace and blessings my beautiful people.